Good morning, good morning, good morning. I am here with an episode that I just cannot wait to give you guys. Listen, it is about to be amazing because first of all, I'm coming with some real truth, some real raw, raw truth. I literally just woke up about an hour ago and I was so excited. Like I jotted notes down. I'm like, listen, we're about to get it. And we're about to do some real, real work this morning. So as you listen to this, I hope you're drinking your coffee, your morning tea. If you're anything like me, you love you some green tea, some chai tea, something, right? We need a little bit of something in our systems. Take your shot of apple cider vinegar, sis, whatever you need to do, because we are about to do some work. It's going down. So this morning, I'm talking about the art of leveling up. Who not leveling up? Crickets. (laughs) I'll wait. We're talking about the art of leveling up, sis. Let me tell you something. It is a journey that I think we all need to take, men and women alike. But I'm talking specifically to my ladies today um, because, listen, sis, I, too, am on this journey of leveling up. I, too, have had so many ups and downs. And one thing that I do not mind doing is being very transparent. The older I become, the more I realize that my journey is a real journey. And I actually am not ashamed of it. I'm proud of it. There are a few things that I probably, you know, I wouldn't put in my autobiography. But for the most part, y'all, when I tell you God has been doing some work, he has been doing some work. His hand has been on me and it has been magnificent. It has been excellent. So your girl is like, yes, let me share all of this with the people because they need to know how I get this glow, how I get this confidence, how I look, you know, haters in the face like, yes, sis, I'm still here and popping. What's up? (laughs) So here we go. We're about to get it started. So yes, the art of leveling up. So typically when I talk about how I did this, I always tell people that it was a personal choice. So first is you have to literally tell yourself and be mindful of the of the true reality that you are leveling up. So in all that you do, I mean, in the way that you do your morning routine, it has to be a mindset uh, that shifts completely, right? So for me, my when I decided that I was entering a new phase of life, when I said, you know what, mm, I want to be about what I talk about. I want to live a life that, you know, anybody who knew me knew I always had like this flamboyant, bubbly personality. Sometimes I could be very reserved, but for the most part, you know, I was talkative, loved holding good conversation. You know, I like to put me on a nice little sundress and get my nails done, a little makeup. I was a very, you know, predictable woman when it came to just who I was aesthetically and my personality. People who knew me, knew me, right? There weren't too many surprises. Um, but I, there were some areas in my life that definitely could have changed. It definitely needed some tweaking. Like by the time I got to college and started to experience life in a different way, um, there were some things that I picked up and that I learned and that became habits and a part of my life. And, um, I didn't, I didn't necessarily have to do any more work. I kind of just rested in who I had become at that point. So by the time I hit 25, 24, I said, you know what? I need to start doing some work. So about, yeah, like age 25, I literally started to shift. So it had to start with my mind, sis. So first, 
girl, it starts with your mind. So in everything that you do, you have to say, okay, is this conducive to the level up or this glow up that I'm trying to, you know, produce here? So my morning routines changed, right? So I literally started being more into skincare. So I'm washing my face every morning. I'm moisturizing every morning. I'm putting on SPF. I'm switching up my toothpastes to see which kind of toothpaste I like. I'm, you know, listening to worship music or trap music, however I'm feeling, or some good R&B, however I'm feeling that morning to get myself ready and pumped for the day. I'm drinking my tea. I'm drinking my ginger, um, lemon and cucumber water. I'm do- I'm drinking moringa powder with a little bit of lemon juice. Like I literally began to shift everything that I did, you know, instead of just hopping out of bread, brushing my teeth, you know, doing a quick little wash on the face and running out. I started to take time to prepare myself for the day. So what used to take me an hour is now taking me an hour and a half, two hours. What used to take me 30 minutes is now taking me an hour, an hour 15. I literally started to shift everything that I did. Um, because I wanted all of everything to be conducive to this glow up. I'm like, God, I'm trying to get my heart, my mind aligned. I want to become this woman, right? One thing that I will I will tell you, sis, is like time is not gonna stop for us, right? We're going to grow, we're going to mature. The more I talk, the more that I see myself, the more that I experience life, and I experience idiots. <laughs> Y'all, let me tell you, idiots will remind you how far you've come. Every time, okay? So every time, (laughs) I'll explain later. But every time I encounter things like that, I'm like, God, Trish, you're 31. Like, sis, you're like, everything about you is mature. Now, people around you are not going to always bless that that maturity everybody around you is not always going to be conducive to that maturity and that's fine you still owe it to yourself this is your personal glow up it's about you it's about what you want out of your life right so um everything that I start it has to start in your mind guys so even the way I would put gas in my car, like I would drive my car down to, you know, below a quarter tank after I started, y'all literally before, like I would be, my light would come on. I'm like, okay, I need to go get some gas. I stopped doing that. I'm like, nope, I'm driving. If it gets to a quarter, I'm filling it up. So everything that you do has to be conducive to just this idea of becoming and doing better. Now, I'm not saying that my gas light don't ever come on because sometimes it does. And I'm like, God, Especially now that I can see how many miles I have left. I'm like, okay, I got 40 miles. I'm good. You know, I can <laughs> I can drive it a little bit further. Gaslight, just be on. But y'all, don't listen to me, okay? Don't do what I do. Be better, you know? Do the things that I'm telling you to do. Because once you start to shift everything changes. I begin to wash my car. I will clean out my the trunk of my car. I'm like, let me have a clean trunk right now. I need to clean it out. But these are just things that I would do and they really make you feel much better. So I would make sure I vacuumed. I, I washed it. I was doing all of these things that were normal, you know, normal everyday activities. But because I have put so much intention behind it, I knew what the goal was for me. Um, It made such a difference in the way that I saw myself, the way I carried myself, the things that I would accept and allow, the way I would allow myself to be treated, the way that I would treat myself. Um, It was just these things were simple, but they helped. I began to eat healthy and clean. I'm I'm talking salmon, you know, um, grilled salmon, baked, you know, baked fish, vegetables, 
Um, I'm doing exercise, 30 minute workouts every night or every other night. I'm going for walks, but we'll talk about the, all those things later. But you're, it has to begin in your mind. Now, I'm not telling you this because I'm an expert, sis. I'm telling you this because, girl, this is the work that I had to do. And when I tell you, it transformed just everything. You know, the way that I saw myself, the way that I allowed people to treat me was completely different and still is to this day. And I'm not saying that I've gotten it down pat, girl, but when I tell you God is doing some work, sis, hmm, believe me. So the first thing that after you, you've said it all in your mind, next you want to weed out all of your personal flaws. And by personal flaws, I'm not saying the things that every, you know, a few people have told you you could stand to change. Like I text you and you ain't text me back. Like sometimes I'm busy. <laughs> I've had a few people tell me that. I'm like, listen, sometimes I really am busy. I can't I can't afford to text you back today. I'm sorry. And then maybe not even tomorrow. And then then after tomorrow has passed, I've literally forgotten and it slipped my mind. It wasn't personal. It wasn't <laughs> there was no malice, sis or bro, because it really it really is the guys that get they really get to that point and you're like, I'm so sorry. It's not personal. I promise it's not personal. Um and and I sympathize with them because I've been there as a woman. I've been there. I'm like, I know they see my text, you know, um, but sometimes it really is not personal. We get busy. So I wouldn't say that, but that is something that you could probably put on your list if you know it really is a problem that you have. So you want to weed out your personal flaws. What could I change that may be hindering me from, you know, being my full, authentic, fabulous self? Like, what are some of the things that I know? I need to change. Like I said, for me, it was the gas thing because I literally would drive my car until like my light came on. I'm like, okay, let me me go get some gas. Um, I literally, y'all have no idea. I have been on the side of the road with a gas card in my wallet. (laughs) Like, how did I run out of gas with a gas card? It don't make sense. So that was something that I had to change. Um, Keeping my car clean, that was something that I had to change. There was no reason for me not to have a clean car as a woman. Um, you know, when you're younger, sometimes you can get away with the McDonald's bag and your in your, you know, in the seat of your, you know, the floor of your car or something like that. But the older you become, you're like, how long am I gonna let that McDonald's bag sit there? Like that don't make sense. So, um, that, um, what else did I say that I did? It was just so many things, you know, my morning routine, my daily routines, like I'm going to give you a full rundown of everything that I used to do, like a day, a typical day in the life of me when I was at the glow up stage or a typical week for me. But we'll talk about that later. But yeah, you want to weed out the things that you know personally are just not conducive to your glow up. You just know it's not. You're like, uh, I probably could do this differently. You're right. I haven't texted you back in a month. I probably should fix that. Like, uh, (laughs) but things like that. Um, or if it's your, your eating habits, you know, you just want to figure out what it is specifically for you and don't be afraid to journal. Don't be afraid to write these things down. Y'all, I used to have little sticky notes and I took a cue from being Mary Jane and I would write little affirmations on my mirror. Right. But as I would, uh, not only did I write affirmations on my mirror and or around my house or my apartment at the time, what I would do would uh, I would write down in my journal at night, you know, what I was wanting to manifest, what I wanted to change within myself, and um, what I was ha- I would have a list of things that I was thankful for too, because you never want to forget what you are, you know, achieving right now, the blessings that you are receiving. Um, because our God, he likes some praise. So we have to tell him, you know, thank you. Um, this is what you've given me. I'm appreciative. Um, but in, and I know we're not all spiritual. I'll talk about that later. 
But, you know, um, that's what I would do. And so it kind of kept me accountable because um, if I knew that this was something that was just not conducive to this lifestyle I was trying to achieve, I, I automatically had to shut it down. You know, it was something that I just had to absolutely do. So I would say that for sure. And don't be afraid to affirm yourself. Um, I would have people come over to my place and I would have sticky notes in my mirror and I would tell them, you know, you can ignore my sticky notes or you can read my sticky notes, however you want to do it. But that is something that I did for myself. And it made me feel good because I honestly, you know, I I needed some affirmation. I needed some affirming. I was tired of being, you know, just not being affirmed in my life. And I and I'm a woman who we'll talk about love languages later on in more segments. But I was someone who knew that I needed to feel affirmed, you know, outside of quality time. I needed some, I, I need you to be there for me and around me and with me and in my space. And, and I love physical touch, you know, all of that. But I also need you to affirm me. I need to know that I'm still, I'm enough because I'm going to tell you that you're enough, you know? So yeah, affirm affirmations. So anyway, um, the second point that I have is take time to connect with yourself on a spiritual level. Okay, here we go. This is where it gets tricky because I've had so, guys, so many talks about religion and are we Christian? Are we not? Like, what's going on? Are we serving the right God? All of this stuff. And for me personally, I respect every religion as long as it's not blasphemous, as long as it's not, you know, someone saying, like, there is no God. And I don't, but like, if I, I, I respect religions because who am I to tell you? Um, that what I'm doing is absolutely positively right. I believe it in my spirit and my soul because it's it's what I have come to to learn is true within my life. The same as you probably believe that the things in your life um, have been proven time and time again. So I cannot tell you that either one of us are right, wrong, or in between. But what I will say is if you are not religious at all, you still have a spiritual self. We are all energy. We are all spirits. We are all beings. We all have the, the, y'all, we are such a great, you know, species of people outside of our opposable thumbs. We have the, the, the ability of choice and reason. And, and it's so beautiful to have a mind that is, you know, this advanced compared to so many other species and so many, you know, we're just really amazing. So when I say connect spiritual, spiritually, I'm saying meditate. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to read the Bible if that's not your thing. You don't have to read the Quran if that is not your thing. You can literally sit down in a quiet room, turn you on some nice music or no music, light a candle or no candle. Just breathe and reflect on yourself. Connect with yourself. Weed out the things that you know are not conducive. Breathe in the things that you know are going to bless your life. So we breathe out the bad and we inhale the positive. You don't have to be, you know, religious to be spiritual. So when I say connect with yourself on a spiritual level, I literally mean get in tune with yourself on a spiritual level. So we're going to talk about all kinds of things. We're going to talk about sexuality and sensuality and everything, because I think that, um, <laughs> I don't know how to say this, but your the the sex is not a savage act. It is a spiritual act. And the moment you realize that you've connected with yourself on a spiritual level, everything in your life, your intimacy, and I don't even just mean sexually. It could just be the way that you hold the hand of the person that you love, the way that you hold conversations with the person that you love. When you get into that spiritual realm of who you are and you've connected 
everything starts to shift in that in those intimate areas. I promise you, I'm not telling you anything that I don't believe and don't trust and have not proven to be facts um, in my life. So yes, connect with yourself on a spiritual level. It makes glowing up so much better. It's fun. It's, you know, it's the bomb.com, y'all. I'm not playing. It's really, really good when you get to see yourself. And it's crazy part about it is what you see in the mirror won't always be reflected with how you feel. One thing that I've learned is I could feel amazing, y'all, um, within my spirit. And then I'll go look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I don't look like JLo. <laughs> I don't look like Beyonce, but I feel, you know what I'm saying? My personality, um, my spiritual self is so aligned and in tune that I would feel like a J-Lo or a Beyonce or, and by them, I don't mean, you know, them specifically, but, you know, I feel like I'm in tapped with that spiritual side of myself that is, you know, beautiful and sensual and, and feminine and strong and, and very, you know, regal, almost like the spirit of Oshun. It's just something really different within yourself. And it's because you've aligned yourself spiritually, um, which is a blessing. It's, it, it makes it easier for you to even combat depression when you find a way to align with yourself spiritually. My next note is take care of your body, exercise, eat healthy, yoga, take a walk, go for a jog, things like that. So for me, like I said, I started to eat differently. I started to watch what I drink. I don't, I literally don't drink sodas. I do not drink juice. I used to drink only um, like sweet Southern tea and water. I don't even drink tea anymore um, unless it's green tea and I don't add sugar to it. I don't add honey to it. I just drink green tea. Um, if I add anything, I add apple cider vinegar, but that was for me personally. That's not for everyone. I did it because when I realized what sugar was doing to my body, I, I had to cut out you know, a lot of stuff. And I was never really a big soda girl or juice girl. Anyway, I don't, when I drink alcohol, I don't really like cocktails, you know, I'll drink a martini possibly, or, or a mojito possibly, but I'm not really big on sugar, sugary drinks, you know, that's just not my thing. So, um, I started to watch things that I was putting into my body, not saying that I never ate processed food because I did, but I tried to eat cleaner. Um, Even if it were just tuna, like I said, you know, sometimes you just have to take time for yourself. You want to digest things. Your bowels should be moving regularly. I know this is weird, sis. I don't know how I got here, but listen, your bowels should be moving regularly. So you have to watch what you're putting into your body, your skin. Our skin should be clear. You know, we have to watch what we're placing inside of our bodies, right? So my next note, girl, is going to be find your peace and center. Actually, I should have talked about that with spirituality. You want to silence the noise. You want to silence the doubt, the fear, the insecurities, the failures, the mistakes, and the shame. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, girl. I said it. The shame. Okay, so... When I say find your peace in your center, that goes with your spirituality. It's just like when I was telling you that some days I'll feel like J-Lo and Beyonce, right? And then I'll look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I'm still just Trish, but I feel good within myself. So that's because I have centered. I've aligned. I found who I am. Now, everybody's personality is not going to be like mine. There are some people who I'm a very reserved person at times. Um, but when I am, when I'm, when I decide to turn up, I decide to turn up, right? But even when I'm reserved, even when I'm, um, you know, not flamboyant, I'm still very centered and I still keep that sensuality. I still keep that mindset of level up. Now, leveling up does not always equate to sensuality. Level up can mean literally 
you know, starting the business, increasing my GPA. I mean, you know, I'm going to grad school. I want to have a high GPA. I want to, you know, whatever. But you have to center and align with whatever it is for you. For me, um, femininity is a big deal for me. Sensuality has always been a big deal for me. I've always been that girl who was into hair, makeup and shopping. And I liked all the reality shows growing up. Um, not for the drama, but I was always into their lifestyle. You know, the, the clothes that they were wearing, the cars they were driving, the homes that they were living in, the trips that they were taking. So for me, it was not about the drama. I just admired, um, be- I admire beauty, you know, I really do. And I admire success. Um, so yeah. So for me, that was, was a part of my glow and a part of my level. Everybody has something completely different and I respect it. Listen, absolutely respect it. So the take care of your body and eat and exercise should have came after find your peace and silence the noise. So when I say silence the noise, um, so what I mean by that is you want to let go of any doubt, any fear, any failures, um, any insecurities you want to find. And how you do that is actually working on them. For me, my insecurity um, has always been um, my weight. I struggled with weight issues for majority of my life. Um, it didn't stop me, y'all, from still being you know, a, 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 a young girl and living life. Like I tell people all the time. I still played sports. I still tried out for cheerleading. I still tried out for drill team. I still uh, did stage plays. I still sang in all the school, you know, productions from elementary up until high school. I still played piano. I still took music lessons. I still, you know, had friends. I still had boyfriends. I still um, had a full life, you know, a full teenage life, but because I was overweight, I was very insecure and I, I still had that, that, that sense of just not feeling like I was good enough. Not to mention that I was not raised by my biological family. So I always kind of felt out of place when it came to my family dynamic. If I'd never felt like I fully belonged or fit anywhere because I didn't have that tight knit connection like I wanted. So because of that, I had to learn that these are my, these are triggers for me. These are insecurities for me. These are, are places that I may have felt that I felt or I feel that I have doubt or fear. And so I need to find a way to counteract these feelings. And um, to be honest, that's that's partially why the journaling, the exercise, the meditation, um, all of that came into play, the eating differently, because I knew that I had to take control of my life, right? And so that became very, very important to me because of that reason. So the shame, oh my gosh, this is something that we don't talk about. Um, and it's almost like, because we have to be perfect, you know, people expect women to be perfect, you know, and as soon as a woman does something that a man decides is not perfect or in his little box of perfection, um, she's so many things other than just a child of God. (laughs) And, um, I want to talk about that. So when it comes to shame, shame is, this is what shame is for me. Shame is really just your disappointment. Shame is you embodying disappointment. I tell people all the time, and even myself, you know, there are women and men, there are men who can be full-fledged escorts, full-fledged exotic dancers, full-fledged porn stars, money launderists, um, you know, committing bank fraud. They could be out here. I meet people all the time who are making money and can't tell you how they're making their money, okay? Um, and typically, it's men, right? 
not 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 saying in general women don't, but I'm saying the people that I meet <laughs> are men. And we do not place a stigma on these men. We look at it as being, this is their job. This is the way they make money. This is them either getting over on the system. This is how he, you know, provides, you know, maybe he does porn because, you know, it's easy money and he's good at it. It's, and we laugh about it and it's funny. But on the other hand, if it were a woman, she's everything but a child of God. So what I tell people typically when I talk to them, talk to them is you should not be ashamed of your choices because there is someone else who is doing exactly what you're doing and they're living their best life. And the difference between you and them is that they're not ashamed. They're not, that people don't have complete access to what they're doing. That man who is into bank fraud or money laundering or whatever it is that he's doing, um, he's probably somewhere living his best life right now and, and ain't even thinking about the cops or the police, you know, and it's because he has this this anti-fear within himself. He's, he's, he's fine. He the shame, the doubt, the fear, the insecurity is not over overtaking him or overwhelming him, even though he knows that at any moment this could be all over. So the difference between those people and the people who are worried are that the people who are worried are worried. You have to let go of that shame. You have to let go of that guilt. Because like I said, there is someone probably next door, 50 miles away, a hundred miles away across country who is doing exactly what you're doing, but they're living their best life. And it's because they do not have the shame um, attached to them. So you have to let go of that shame, sis. It's it's so real. It's so true. And another way to get rid of that shame is to change. If you're really someone who finds conviction within yourself, there is nothing wrong with that. Um, even if other people don't, don't compare yourself to them. Like, well, they don't seem to have a problem with it. Why do I? It's just you're built differently and it's fine. Um, make the change. Do what you have to do. So many things that I have had to change and still am changing because I said, you know, what? I don't feel comfortable with that. I, it doesn't sit well in my spirit. So because of that, I need to make changes for Trish. Like, don't get me wrong, sis. I'll still root for you if that's what you want to do. But it don't sit well with me. So I'm gonna have to change that for Latricia. So there is that. So yes, shame, shame, shame. We have to talk about that. It's a, it's a pretty big deal. Um, I just had another point that I remembered and I didn't write it down. So I'm, I'm afraid I might have to just come back to it when I can remember it again. But yeah, girls. So here we go, ladies. This, these next few are going to be so basic. You've heard them before. Everyone's talked about them. It's so, it's, it's something that we just know we have to do when we're trying to level up. Um, revamp your wardrobe, cosmetics, and aesthetic in full right so by revamping I don't mean that you need to go buy a whole bunch of different clothes and got to change everything but you want to you want to wear your clothes in a way that you feel confident in those clothes now this is something that even I struggle with so I'm somebody who I can put a nice little outfit together you know, I I'm, I mean, it's not going to be really flamboyant all the time. And oh, my God, where is she going? She looks so good. Red carpet ready. <laughs> but I can put a nice little outfit together. I know how to buy pieces that I can incorporate and hopefully flip and, and, and wear four or five different times in different ways. Um, when I shop, I literally try to think of things that I can reuse and reuse um, and wear more than one way. And um, I'm OK with a good outfit. But we have to wear our clothes in a manner that um, exudes confidence. So when you put on those clothes, straighten up that back, you know, poke out that chest a little bit, um, stand up, sit up straight. That's something that I had to work on as well because I had bad posture for a long time and I still do have to work on it. 
Um, but it was something that my aunt she would always talk to me about. She would have me walk with books on my head. And it's something that I stuck with me. It stuck with me even as an adult. I'm like, okay, sit up straight, shoulders back. Um, and I'm 31 years old. So shout out to my auntie, you know, may she rest in love because it, it reminded me good posture. It, it, it goes a long way with being a woman, you know, no, nobody wants to be slouched over, you know, be, you know, sit up nice and proper, you know, you got this. So you want to revamp your wardrobe. I will go shopping. Um, I even now I still have to like pencil in some time to go buy a new few new pieces or a pair of new shoes or whatever, because it just makes me feel better. Um, but at this time when I really started to get heavy into like this level of like 2015, 2016, I was going shopping. I was at the mall at least two to three times a week. And I know that sounds excessive, but I'm gonna tell you what I would do. I would go and look at the new, um, the new clothes. I can't remember, but I can't remember, but, um, I would ask them like, when do they get new, new things? Like when do you guys get, and they would tell me like, oh, we get them every Tuesday, every Wednesday or whatever, every Thursday, whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I would come in, I look at the new stuff. Um, if I didn't see anything that was at my price point that I liked, that I felt was worth it, um, I would go to clearance. And so I would go to clearance often because, you know, they're always adding things to clearance. Um, and I would shop two to three times a week and I would end up with bags of clothes, like so much so that, and it wasn't like overwhelming or crazy, but it probably was had I kept them. But I used to have, I used to keep the clothes just in the bag. So I would have Charlotte Ruth's bag, wet seal bags, fa- <laughs> fashion, not fashion over, um, forever 21 bags, you know, just bags on bags on bags on bags all over the house because I would literally just go shop and I would just wherever the bags landed and then I'd find, oh, I forgot I bought this and I would wear, you know, but it was, it feels good to wear new clothes and to try different styles. Um, and it's, it's something that I feel is very much so important. So revamping your wardrobe, cosmetics. All right, guys, I'm gonna give y'all a listen. Cosmetics. I love a good beat, natural face. I love a good natural face. I love a good, you know, um, I don't really do a lot of heavy, heavy, heavy makeup on myself, but I love to see it on other people when it's done properly. Um, it's just something that I haven't mastered, but I love a good foundation. Um, I'm going to tell you my favorite foundation is Estee Lauder's Double Wear. Oh my God, I swear by it, but it took me a while to find it. Um, so this is what I would do. I would have my go-to um, drugstore and I'm going to be honest, my drugstore um, cosmetics, like my Big Shot um, mascara, which was a go-to for me. Um, even back in the day, the little pink and green mascara was a go-to for a while. It was not too long, but for a while, um, the Big Shot really became my go-to. But I would go to the malls, right? And I would sample foundations to find out which foundation worked for me because everyone was telling me, oh yeah, just use MAC, use MAC, which MAC is good, but there are so many other great cosmetic brands out there besides MAC. So I would go and get makeup from MAC, Lancome, um, Estee Lauder, Dior, Chanel, um, all kind of things because I was so used to just using um, the Maybelline Fix. I used Maybelline Fix all through college. So, I mean, when it, when it released or whatever. And that was my thing, but I was like, I know there had to be, you know, something different. So I started to just sample makeup. So for a while, I did use uh, Mac because 
I was told that Mac was what I was supposed to be wearing. Um, but then I started trying Clinique and I liked Clinique. Um, I started trying, um, what was another one that I tried origins because you know, origins is natural. I was like, I liked origins, but when it came to a good matte finish, that was not transferable. That was true to skin tone. That was, you know, it can be drying, but you have to moisturize. Um, if you have combination to dry skin, um, and that was the Estee Lauder Double Wear. So I'm always telling people, girl, if you're looking for a good foundation, Estee Lauder Double Wear, try it. At least try it. And the great thing about it is they give you like a 10-day sample or a 5-day sample, 10-day sample. I don't know. But I loved it so much that it became my go-to. So when it comes to cosmetics, you have to find your 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 go-to signature foundation, um, eyelashes, mascara, eyeliner, lipstick. Find which lip colors work on you. So I'm someone who kind of doesn't play around with a lot of lip colors. Like I do wear lipstick and I'll buy them. Um, and because I worked in cosmetics for a while, I used to get free stuff all the time. Like the people at Lancome and Estee Lauder would always hook me up with free things. So I had all kind in Clinique, I always had lipsticks and facial washes and just all kind of goodie, goodies from them. But I realized that I really liked pinks, pastels, and nudes. So that's what I would stick with. Pastels, pinks, and nudes. Um, find what works for you, what you like, what makes you feel comfortable, what makes you feel the most sexy. And that's what you stick to. Um, after that, you want to find your look, your signature look. Play around with makeups. On a day when you're bored and you don't have anything to do, you're just at home and you're free. You know, the, your kid is out at a play date or a sleepover or whatever the case may be. Um, take time to figure out what products work best on your skin, for your face, and what look you like for an everyday go-to look. So everyone does not wear makeup every day, but for those days where you're like, okay, I don't want to do too much. I just, like, I'm going to brunch. I just want to be cute, fresh-faced, or, you know, I'm running to Walmart or Target and I don't want to be in there looking too busted. What's going to be my go-to look? Practice that look, get it down, pack something that you can do in 15, 20 to 30 minutes or less. And that that is what you have to do. It it really does help with this level up and glow up because you don't want to get so used to being homely, you know, um, because it, it starts to it starts to weigh on your mind a bit, you know, because the way you look is the way you feel. I really believe that the way you look is the way you feel. So if I'm always, you know, dressed down and I never take time to take care of myself and I know I struggle with low self-esteem or whatever, um, it makes no sense. It's like, well, you struggle with low self-esteem. You might want to take some time to, to try to at least spruce yourself up on the outward parts of yourself as well on the inward parts of yourself, you know? So yeah, just changing the aesthetic, which is something that everyone talks about when it comes to glowing up and level up. But I really feel like the glow up and level up is internal as well as external. So that's why it was like one of the last points that I gave you. So, where am I now, girls? Let's see. You want to value yourself. Hold yourself to high regards. Don't waste time with people that do not value you or your time. Oh, child, that is an entire word for the masses, okay? (laughs) Do not, do not waste your time with people that do not value you or or your time. Okay. Listen, this is something that I had to learn and am still learning. 
But when I tell you that, when you're on this journey to glowing up, there are going to always be moments where you feel conflicted. It's going to happen. It's just like starting a new business or having a new baby. You're all, you're, sometimes you're just not going to know if you're doing it right. You're just doing the best that you can. So um, I had to learn that I was giving a lot of my time to people who really did not cherish me or my opinions or or. Or my time, and I would notice this because when I had an opinion, or if I had something to say, they were kind of disregarded, as if, if, oh, well, you don't know what you're talking about, or you know, no, that's not right, and this, you know, and they would be so quick to just throw me to the side, and I said, oh, wow, this person really doesn't value me, my opinion, my time, you, you know, um, I'm really giving my time and and aura to someone who does not cherish it. So you don't want to do that um, ever because once you start allowing that to be the norm, um, once you start, you know, you give it a pass one time, two times, three times, it becomes repetitive and it really can weigh on your spirit. I deal with people all the time who show me their true colors um, quickly now. And I thank God for it because it used to be that I wouldn't see it until after I've given them so many chances to hopefully rectify and they didn't. And then I'm like, okay, so I'm the idiot because I tried to give you chances and you still did not take, you did not take advantage of those. So nowadays I see it from the beginning and I say, nope, I can't, I can't really give too many chances, even though it may hurt my feelings. It may be disappointing. I realize that they're the fool's Something that I said last night was nothing will remind you of your maturity like a fool. Let me tell you what I mean by that. So when you're encountering and let's say you're dating somebody and you realize that he does and says stuff that just sounds so stupid. You're like, this person is a fool and not stupid as in just unintelligent. But just the way that he converses with you, the way that he treats you, the manner in which he speaks to you or cares for you, the way that he... um. You know, just just everything about the way that you guys interact. You're like, this person is a fool and I really don't like it. <laughs> um, those moments that you say that to yourself and you're like, I really don't like this. This person, I don't, I don't like it. It just doesn't feel right to me. That person has just reminded you of your maturity and how far you've come. Um, that person has reminded you of a journey that is to be cherished. So nothing will remind you of your maturity like a fool. I'm telling you, it will, you'll say, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm obviously leveling up because I really don't like it. I'm not okay with it. And, um, yeah. So my next point is know your worth. What works for some may not work for you and vice versa. Don't be too hard on yourself. Oh my God, Jesus, I need to throw this notebook. Oh my goodness, that is a good one. So know yourself. What works for you may not work for some people. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Stop, sis. Let me tell you what. I'm going to give you an example. And and it's going to be, it's, it's going to be, hmm, how should I say? I'm going to talk about, let, let's say you're dating someone, okay? <laughs> right now I'm the date doctor, okay? So, which, shout out to Hitch, because I really love that movie, Will Smith. Shout out to you. That's a great movie. Okay, so I'm the date doctor, right, right now. So let's say you're, you're dating someone or you're getting to know someone, and you just don't like the way that that person talks to you. You're like, I kind of feel like it, it could be borderline rude, you know, and I kind of feel like you're reaching. I think you're trying it. I don't like it, <laughs> you know, but someone else will say, oh, well, that's just how 
some men are, or that's just how, whatever, whatever. But because you've heard that, you would think that it's something wrong with you because you don't want to accept it. It's not, sis. What works for some does not have to work for you. It really does not. I truly feel like God has placed us here with um, um, with people who are meant to be in our lives and people who are not. Now, I'm not saying that because trust me, with my ex, I had to, sw- there were sometimes he would say and do things and I would just have to swallow my, you know, swallow my words. Like, well, you know, that's him being him, you know, but because we were in a relationship and because I allowed him to work him way, his, his self up to it, I was willing to accept it because I knew him because he had put in work to get me, work to keep me. I knew that when he did and said things that it did not always come from a hurtful place. It just was really him being being stupid and just not knowing that what he was doing and seeing was not okay. <laughs> because some men are just dumb and it's okay. <laughs> I'm not saying that he's dumb, but sometimes they do and say stuff. You're like, okay, he just had a he had a stupid moment. It's fine. Um, but People who come out the gate with those kind of energies and those kind of auras who have done nothing to win you, have done nothing to show you that they have, you know, good intentions. Um, To me, those are red flags because in my mind, I'm thinking this is all you have. You have done nothing to prove to me that you want my time. You want my you want to put in effort. You've only come out with this toxic masculine um, persona and that can only mean one thing and that's detriment and I'm not here for it I don't want anyone who has to hurt or harm my ego or my feelings before showing me that they value me I want to be valued and cherished first because if at any point that that ego is hurt or harmed you want to be able to say I can talk to this person. We can have an open conversation because this person is mine. I now can be territorial over over this situation, this person. We can sit down and have a real authentic conversation as opposed to just having to toughen up and roughen up with somebody who has literally done no work to keep you. I refuse. So if it is, you just have to, to spend your time with people who value you and you also have to, you know, um, make sure that you know what works for you. Everything that works for you is not going to work for everybody else and vice versa. And that is perfectly fine. There are some women who say, oh yeah, it works. I get it. It's fine. But also ask them, are they happy? Are they, you know, like, are you happy? Does it really not bother you? Are you really okay? You know, what has he done to counteract that, to make you feel okay. <laughs> you know, what has he done to counteract that, to to make it not bother you? You know what I'm saying? Um, whether it be the outfits that you wear, all outfits are not going to fit our body type. I have been working on my gut for the past, because I had lost it and went down a little bit, but I gained um, about 15, 20 pounds. Um, and so... What happens is I have to realize that some clothes that I used to wear a year ago, two years ago, I cannot wear right now. Um, Some makeup looks that I really like, I realize just don't fit my face. I can't do it. It's just probably not the best idea. Um, Even with some of the places that I would like to go, you know, I would like to hang out and experience new, you know, new um, places as far as maybe a nightclub or a lounge. But I know some places are just not for me because I get very antsy and very, 
you know, um, paranoid. I'm like, I don't want to look over my shoulder and be scared or just not be comfortable with an unfamiliar place. So everything that works for you is not going to work for everybody else. And that's perfectly fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with them or you. It just is what it is. That's why God has created us all differently. That's why we all have options and the choice of option and reason. It's all good. So you want to value your feelings. That's my next point. You want to value your feelings. So sis, how you're feeling is legitimate. It's a real thing. Like don't disregard them. Don't allow anyone to make you feel as though your feelings are irrational. They don't make sense. Um, They're aloof. How you feel is how you feel. It is what it is and hold tight to that. Don't feel a certain way. Don't disregard those feelings. Really have take a moment to um, channel yourself. Um, and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Decode those feelings. Um, figure out are these real feelings? Is how I'm really? Is it just a temporary moment? I'm feeling that way in this moment, or is this truly how I'm feeling? Right? Is this a real legitimate thing? You really want to take time to value your thoughts and your feelings. Um, when I said that everything begins in your mind earlier, um, I just wrote down a point that you want to think of yourself differently. So if you have to think of yourself, I tell myself all the time, would this person talk to Beyonce that way? <laughs> would they talk to J-Lo that way? Would they, would they, you know, treat whomever, whomever that way? If the answer is no, um, then you cannot allow yourself to settle and... Um, um, not think of yourself in a high regard. So when it comes to that, starting that business and you're telling someone, Hey, this is what I want to do. I really feel like it's a big deal. And someone is not, um, on board and they're telling you that, well, it's not a good idea. And I think you should wait. It seems stupid. I don't think you, and you said to yourself, well, if Beyonce came to you and Jay-Z or Jay-Z came to you and said, this is what I want to do. Would you trust them? Would you, would you back them with your support? Would you believe in what they had to offer? And if they say yes, and, and I don't care if they tell you, oh, it's because, well, they have had success before, but they had to at some point take a chance. They had to at some point take a risk. It was not always guaranteed that everything was going to work out. They've had some hit and misses. They've had some, you know, before she had Ivy Park, Beyonce had Darion, House of Darion. And Darion did well, but was it was not a brand that was as, you know, um, I should say popular or popping as Ivy park is today so i mean there are going to be moments where things are just you're going to take a chance you're going to take a risk and it just is what it is right so you want to think of yourself differently value yourself hold yourself to a high regard don't let anybody girl by you you girl by people that's what you do something that i always tell myself or somebody when there's they're being idiotic is girl by but if somebody girl buys me i have a whole problem with it because sis i'm like you don't know what you got on your hands right here. This is your opportunity to be in, you know, in connection with greatness, right? So, um, yeah, you have to think of yourself highly, 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 highly. Don't allow anyone to pull you down. And the crazy thing about it is even though you're trying to glow and level up, everyone is not always going to be on the same page as you. They're not always going to be rooting for you. And it's sad. It's a sad reality, but it just, it's the truth. But even though that is the truth and that's the case, you have to keep going for yourself because that person, those people, they get to live their lives. And so you deserve to live your best and full and fruitful life, right? So my last and final point, sis, 
is, and this is just a quote that I love that I always see is never allow anyone to pull you to a level that you have leveled out of. And I added to that or settle for a new level that you know is beneath you. So, um, for me, there were so many things that I had, I had to level out of, you know, I had to value my body better and more. I had to value my time better and more my mental space, the things that I allowed to, to just unpack within my mind. I had to value all of my, all of my, my, my being differently because I really wanted to become a woman who valued and loved and was in tune with herself. I didn't want depression to take over my life. I did not want anxiety to take over my life. So I had to to literally move and groove a lot differently in this world. So I could not allow anything or anyone to pull me back down to a level that I had already told myself I'm coming out of. Um, I take my spirituality very seriously. Not saying that I'm perfect, but God is my, he is my compass um, he is my, you know, the bright star in the sky for me. It's, it's, it's the thing that I, he's the, who I look to when I'm confused or conflicted. And if I'm unsure, I just go with what, what would Jesus do? You know, what would God do? How would I be advised if my heavenly father, you know, could advise me at this very moment? What does his word say? Um, and that kind of helps me a little bit as far as figuring out how I feel and what I'm truly, truly wanting for myself. So I can allow things so to pull me back because of that. When it comes to settling for a new level, people have tried to put me in all kind of little boxes and try to pull me in a place. And sometimes I'm like, wait, I ain't never like that's different for me. I ain't never been that girl. Um, and I'm not going to be her. So you have to allow yourself to be open and honest and real with yourself. And you have to say, you know what? I am never going to allow anyone to pull me to a level that I've already come up out of, first of all. And secondly, I ain't about to let you have me out here settling for something that I ain't never decided I wanted to settle for before. I'm a woman who has always been for the empowerment of women, of women. So I talk about sensuality and sexuality because it's so taboo when it comes to women. I talk about... Um, um, spirituality because, you know, we, we, we're so religious that we forget that there are people who, who aren't religious, who are spiritual, who are, who are just fine mentally, emotionally. And as far as their hearts and spirits are concerned, um, I speak about, um, you know, just so many different things because I know personally that women, we get the short end of it a lot of times. And it's mainly because, um, we just live in an alpha dominated world. And so because of that, women, we we forget how to be feminine, how to be sensual, how to be sexy, how to do all of that in a classy manner, how to do that, you know, with a very um with a a a pure heart without having to be raunchy, without having to be roguish. We forget how to be these things and people. I used to allow I've had people in my life who call themselves my friends who did and said things to me that were so mean and I never understood it because for me, I'm thinking, wait, but I thought you were my friend, you know, but this is how you see me. I don't understand. So you have to literally tell yourself, <coughs> I'm here for me. I'm here on this journey. I'm leveling up. I'm glowing up. And like I said, it's not always going to be about appearance. Sometimes it's going to be about that job. It's going to be about becoming a better wife. It's going to be about becoming a better mother. But if you take these steps, the journaling, the changing your morning routine, the taking care of yourself, you're eating healthy, you're, you're exercising, you're revamping your wardrobe, you're, um, you're doing all of these things. Listen, I, I promise you, I'm going to give you 
this is something that I said I was going to say and I'm going to give five minutes and I'm done. <laughs> but my my a week in the life of me was, like I said, every morning I would wake up. I drink my cucumber water with lemon and ginger. I drink my moringa with lemon juice. I'd go to class. I'd come home, um, study after I was done with work or, you know, done with the library or whatever. I'd study at home. Um, I would exercise or shower first and I didn't really matter which one I did because I kind of did it at home um, anyway so I wouldn't sweat crazily but I was moving my body I was being active so I would do that for 20 to 30 minutes every night I would journal I would pray read a scripture or either or and I would of course probably watch tv until bed I do the same thing the next day but today instead of me working out at home I'm going to the park I'm walking a few miles at the park um after I do that, of course, I'm going home, I'm showering, and I'm starting over that routine of either journaling, I'm listening to T.D. Jakes online, I'm, um, this is just what I used to do. I would go out with friends um, to a nightclub or bar, but I would have a good time. I would actually go and enjoy myself. I might you know, bust a couple moves, drink, have a couple drinks, and have a good time. Um, I felt good within my spirit. I had lost like 25 pounds. I was just happy. Um, I don't have children. I'm not married. So I was dating, but I wasn't looking for dates. I wasn't looking for a man. Um, if someone approached me, then cool. Um, I later was advised to get on a dating app, which I said no to for quite a while. And then I finally decided to join the dating app. I started to actually go out on dates, meet new people, meet new girlfriends, enjoy my life. I'm at church every Sunday. So there were things about me that just a week in the life of me was pretty much literally taking care of myself, investing in myself. Um, I worked a job that I loved. I had to switch careers. Now working a new job that I love. But it had to become, it has to really be a choice of what do I want? How am I feeling? Am I happy? Is this going to bless my life? Am I blessing the people around me? I don't have children, but if I did, sis, I would say that you would do all of the things that I have listed to you that I've been talking to you for about, you know, in the past hour. But when it comes to your children, I would just say that you want to carve out some time for them. You want to incorporate them into your glow up for sure. If a part of your glow up is getting a manicure and pedicure every week or two, take your daughter. No problem. If it's a part of it is exercising, take your son, take your daughter. You want to just incorporate them into this new lifestyle that you have. If it's eating healthy, allow them to eat healthy a couple times out the week as well. I would just say incorporate them. If you're married, um, I'm not married, but I would say incorporate your husband into your glow up as well. Um, and tell him, babe, I'm, you know, I want to change this about me. I want to change that. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And if hopefully if he's a very understanding and communicative person, he can help you with that journey. You know, maybe he'll fund a little bit of a girl. You might get a mommy makeover. I don't know. <laughs> but you just kind of want to be, um, you really just want to, like I said, you do want to focus on yourself, but you don't want to be selfish. You definitely want to incorporate the people in your life, whether it be your spouse or your children, you want them to be along this journey with you because you don't want them to ever feel neglected. And you don't want to feel like you're neglecting them. You don't want to be someone who says, oh, I can't do all of that. Or girl, that's unrealistic. I got a husband. I got three kids I got to take care of. I don't have time to do that. You do. You incorporate them into it. Tell your husband, let's go to the gym together. Let's take the babies to the park. And while they're playing, let's do some, you know, let's take some yoga mats. Let's figure it out. You really have to 
you have to incorporate the people in your life into your glow up because you never want to feel like you're neglecting them and you don't want to neglect yourself um, because you don't want to neglect them. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have for y'all on this art of leveling up. I hope that it like really blesses someone's life because I have... I've poured all that I can think of, you know, in this short amount of time into this nice little podcast for y'all. Um, I will definitely be coming with so much more and it's going to get even intense or it's going to be intense. We're going to talk about all kinds of things, um, things that listen, just clutch your pearls a little bit, sis, because it's going to get a little vulgar out here, but I really just kind of wanted to keep very classy and, and cute and simple for today. Um, I hope you have a blessed day. Like I said, it is pretty early where I am. The sun is up or coming up. So yeah, I, I, I was like, well, let me go ahead and do this or whatever. Cause I have other things that I need to do. So yeah, like study, but yeah. So I hope you guys have a really good day. God bless. And I'm out.